you're listening to the Growth Over Fear podcast, where we help you overcome your fears, lean into growth, and learn tangible skills to live a more fulfilled, healthy life. I'm your host, Sarah Martin, personal trainer and online fitness coach. If you're wanting to gain confidence in who you are, let go of your fears, and feel proud and energized to live a life you love, then this show is for you. Now, let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm so excited that you are here. Today, we're talking about the top supplement that's going to help improve your performance in the gym. It may also help with improving your brain function and lowering blood sugar and so much more. And I hope to do another episode specifically on other supplements, but today we're going to be just talking about the number one top supplement that is actually the most well-researched and effective supplements to that has been done to help improve performance. And you may be thinking, okay, is it pre-workout caffeine? And it actually isn't. It is creatine. Creatine is actually in our bodies produced naturally, and we get it from foods like meat and meat and fish, just not in high doses. And I'm so excited to talk about this because I've been taking creatine for a few years now. I, I, I remember taking a little bit in college when I first started my fitness journey and then stopped for a while and got back on to taking it consistently in the past few years. And like I was saying, it's produced naturally from meat and fish. And the, for example, like beef has like 4.5 grams per kilogram Chicken has 3.4 grams per kilogram. So you can get some of the creatine from meat and fish. And it's found naturally in our muscle cells. Basically what it does, it it increases your muscle concentrations of creatine phosphate. Which then acts as a phosphate donor that creates ATP. And if you remember from science class, ATP is used for brain power it's energy, it helps us with our muscle contractions. And so when we create more ATP, you are able to boost your performance by increasing the energy production in your mitochondria. So super cool stuff <laughs> because definitely when there's like not many side effects to this supplement. Like I said, it's well-researched and I will be going over a study here shortly that kind of goes more in depth, but that's why I truly want to talk about it today because I think a lot of people are missing out on taking this supplement, especially women that want to see improvement in gaining muscle. They want to enhance their strength, improve performance. Men and women alike, it's definitely worth taking, especially for being a supplement that is pretty cost-effective to purchase. And it's the most scientific evidence to prove that it works and is helpful. Again, I will say, and like in my personal opinion and what I've seen, is it does affect everyone a little bit differently and how well it works. It really has to build up in your system over time to see the results of, it's not like you're just going to take it, right? a week and then that week you're hitting all these PRs. It's really not how it works. It's like over time consistently taking the supplement where you're going to see that improvement inside the gym. So right now I just want to go into the intro of like what it actually does and what it works 
And then I'll go into the dosing and the, the, the form that I would recommend and the research that has been done by this form. So like I was saying, it helps improve health and athletic performance in many different ways. Like I was mentioning as well, the primary role of AT of creatine is to increase the phosphocreatine stores in your muscles, which then helps produce more ATP. And that is the key energy source for us doing the heavy lifting and the high intensity exercise that you love to do inside the gym. So if you are doing consistently working out, doing have a lifting routine and you like your high intensity exercise, want to see more improvement, this is a supplement you would take to help with that. And it can it helps gain muscle as well. So basically it enables more total work or volume in a single training session, which helps muscle growth and improves your cell signaling, which again aids in new muscle growth and muscle repair. And as you may have heard, one of the side effects are people saying you gain weight, you there's I get bloated, you're gonna have yeah, you're gonna gain weight and just have all this water weight. It is very common to feel bloated as you introduce it into your system. So as you start supplementing with it, you may notice a little bit of bloating. And I, when I was looking at a study, it actually was saying that weight gain is actually more prevalent in males compared to women. So just take that in consideration. Like I was saying earlier, it does really impact each individual differently. I always just suggest upping your water intake as you introduce this into your system. And yeah, just, you know, more of a motivation to get more water into your daily life. So always shooting for 64 ounces or above and getting your electrolytes in and just staying well hydrated will help reduce that bloating. And the reason that's happening is because it increases the cell hydration. So the creatine that you're supplementing with is going to lift that water content within your muscle cells. So basically the water is going to your muscle cells, which causes that volumization effect that can play a role in the muscle growth, which is needed to have that happen. So just up your water as you start taking it. For myself, I haven't, like, I didn't notice a tremendous, like, change where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting all this weight. Oh my gosh, I'm bloated. I didn't notice that. I think, like, maybe a little bit, but, like, again, like I was saying, it builds up over time. So I didn't notice it tremendously at all. And I always make sure to get enough water too, so that also helps. And, you know, there's other factors that are going to help reduce that bloating, you know, in regards to, like, your stress management, sleep, all those other things to lower inflammation. Um, and then also, like I was saying, the phosphocreatine stores are increased when you take this supplement. And it's also going to increase the stores in your brain. So that's why I was saying it helps promote brain health and improve symptoms of neurological disease. Again, super fascinating stuff where it does show a lot of benefit for brain health, which also is an added benefit. And one of the thing, one of the studies that was found in the effects on the brain was in a 2020 review where it showed that creatine supplements improved brain function in vegetarians. Because a lot of times vegetarians aren't eating meat, and they tend to have that low creatine store in their brain. Um, So, again, which is their main dietary source, 
you get it from meat. So when they supplement it with, with creatine, they're able to improve their brain function. So just super cool, especially if you're someone that doesn't eat meat a lot, definitely something to consider to help your brain health. And going back to the side effects, I just want to say there is no evidence that creatine harms your liver or kidneys in healthy people who take standard doses. However, people with pre-existing liver or kidney concerns should consult a doctor before supplementing. And again, I highly recommend you do that, especially, again, this is informational, educational um, purposes only on my podcast. I'm not a doctor or anything, so definitely consult um, a doctor before, you know, deciding to supplement and make that informed decision on your own. And let's go kind of into what I found in regards to more research. So, so one of the most interesting things I found, and this was a study, and I'll link it in the show notes, where it's creatine supplementation and women's health, a lifespan perspective. So it's actually looking at pre-menopausal women, post-menopausal, and all of that. So I thought it was super interesting. It also talked about So during our luteal phase, women, we have our estrogen levels at their peak and muscle damage may be reduced after eccentric exercise. So when you're loading your muscles, any sort of exercise where you're doing a lowering phase. So think, you know, squats, pull-ups, any type of lifting exercise typically where you're lifting weights or just under load, that can be reduced. The muscle damage can be reduced when you have supplemented with a creatine supplement, which is amazing. And especially, I just thought it was interesting to note, like if you are taking it consistently, especially during those phases of your cycle, where you're more prone to, you know, being more sore or just lower energy, things like that. Okay, but the coolest thing I found in this study was they did a study where there was healthy sedentary females where they ingested this creatine monohydrate tablets or this like a placebo pill four times daily for four days followed by a maintenance dose while participating in a 10-week resistance training program three times per week for one hour they did five sets 12 repetitions at 70 percent of the rep max. So for leg press, they did leg press, they did shoulder press, squat, leg extension, leg curl, and bench press. And then they followed that up with a 10-week detraining and supplementation phase. So they had these two groups and they went through this 10-week program. Super cool. They showed the results that the increase in one rep max for leg press, leg extension, and squat at 10 weeks were 20 to 25% greater in the creatine group versus the placebo. Like what? That's huge. 20 to 25% greater. The results for the body composition showed there were, were no significant differences between the groups for body weight or percentage of body fat. However, there was a change in fat-free mass. So think lean muscle mass. What we want was greater in the creatine group after both the five-week and the 10-week of training compared to the placebo. So it just shows you that the findings were suggesting that the 10-week of creatine supplementation was effective for increasing your lower body strength and fat-free mass beyond training alone in untrained females and help maintain strength, 
during detraining without significant effects on body weight or 3% body fat. Super cool. Like I was reading that, I'm like, this is amazing. So not only did they increase lower body strength, but they also increased their fat-free mass. So they build muscle. And 20-25% greater, like that's huge in lower body strength with that supplementation for 10 weeks. 10 weeks. So just thought that was super cool. And just to kind of reiterate, like I mentioned, with that worry of gaining weight in this study, there was no significant effects on their body weight or percent body fat. Again, you can kind of read this own article to kind of get more background if you want to read further into it. But like I said, everything in my opinion is very individual, but this was a super fascinating stuff. Then it did, they did some studies with postmenopausal women and they found a study showed that the creatine supplementation during the women doing a supervised whole body resistance training, so very similar, three sets of 10 reps, three days per week. This was actually 52 weeks, a little bit longer, or a lot longer (laughs) than 10 weeks, but it reduced the rate of bone mineral density loss in the hip region and upper body strength in postmenopausal females. There also has been another supporting work with postmenopausal females with creatine during 12 weeks of resistance training, and it significantly increased their fat-free mass, strength, and tasks of functionality. So a 30-second chair stand, arm curl test, like a sit-up test compared to the placebo. So again, with looking through this and like reading the studies, there's so much evidence to show how much it does truly impact like fat-free mass, muscle mass in general, bone mineral density, strength, and with little side effects that we are known of with the studies that they have done, especially when you supplement the, the, the creatine with resistance training is key to help see these benefits. It's not going to be like, you're like, at least like to make the most results that you want to see. You want to be doing both those things, in my opinion, compared to just taking that supplement. However, if there are days you aren't doing that high-intensity exercise or resistance training, I you should still take it because, like I said, it's going to build up in your system over time. At least that's what I do. I still take it on those days. If, for whatever reason, if, like, we're out of town and, like, it's just for the weekend, I might skip those two days and then, you know, take it, especially if I'm not going to gym, And then I'll start back on Monday when I'm back in town to start taking it consistently since I have been taking it for a few years. But I'll get to the dosing more in a second. I want to talk about the brain health aspect of the creatine supplementation. So in the same exact study, because it talks about the female lifespan and more studies on it, there it talks about how depression rates are two times higher among females compared to males, which I did not know that. And they go into how females, there are some differences in brain creatine concentrations. So females have been reported to have lower levels of creatine in the brain, particularly in your frontal lobe. And the frontal lobe of your brain controls your mood and like your cognition, memory, emotion. It's super important. And it's been shown that the severity of a depressive episode has been inversely linked to white matter creatine 
and creatine concentrations within the brain, suggesting that there's a relationship between brain creatine like metabolism and depression. And so it's been suggested that supplementing with this may provide a pro-energetic effect on brain chemistry, which will in return reduce that depression and have them feel better. So there was a study where they took healthy adolescent females taking anti-depression medication and they combined that anti-depression use with eight weeks of creatine supplementation and it reduced their depressive symptoms. They did a a depression rating scale for these females and the score declined from 69 to 30.6, which is a 56 decrease, which is insane. Like, I think that's a huge, I mean, 50, that's over half reduction in their depression symptoms. And this was an eight-week study done with the creatine and the antidepressant combined. And the creatine dosage, they were consuming four grams daily for the eight weeks super fascinating stuff. They also have shown that there was improvements observed after two weeks in females consuming five grams of creatine for eight weeks and through like another depression rating scale. There was great improvements after just two weeks. So those, those, that is another big thing when it comes to brain health, depression. There also is more information Going into the effects on sleep, it's been shown to help like mental capacity when people are sleep deprived, which I thought was super cool as well. And because when you're sleep deprived, it sometimes results in lower cognition. And so supplementing with creatine can help, is shown to help with that cognitive side. And yeah, so super cool. I just like was nerding hard reading this article and wanted to talk about it because like I said, I've been taking it for a few years. I've seen improvements in just my lifts in general. Like I personally, I have taken it just right after my workout with a protein shake or I will take it before a workout. Typically that's when it's around my workout that I'm taking the creatine and that's what I would recommend or suggest. But the dosing can really be like, you can take it really whenever or take it or split it up like maybe in the morning and then later at night. Um, but I would, the dosage can be anywhere from three to five grams is what I have seen per day. So like I said, you can break it up if you want to have some in the morning, some at night, but usually what has been shown to maintain levels and to see the benefit is three to five grams per day. And I, there's, like I was mentioning, there's different forms. So you might see creatine malate or citrate, or there's, I'm sure there's others as well. And creatine monohydrate is the one you should be getting. It's the well-researched, most scientific evidence. And like I said, it's most cost-effective as well to purchase. And honestly, I get mine on Amazon. You can get it 
on other sites online as well. So Thorn is a really good company that sells it as well. T-H-O-R-N-E. First Form has another great supplement for creatine monohydrate or ProMix. So those are some that I um, have looked at that are clean and don't have anything added to it. So you just want to make sure that the ingredient is micronized creatine monohydrate. It's free of added sugars, gums, like there's no other, no, nothing's added to it, right? So those are some you can look into purchasing to start supplementing with this. But like I said, it is one that you should not sleep on. But like I mentioned, it affects everyone a little bit differently. Some people do notice a big change. Some people takes more time. Again, individualized. But for me, I have noticed I'm more energized when I take it around my workout. I feel stronger and I feel like my performance is so much better when I do take it and have taken it the past few years. I am seeing the rewards. And again, with all the studies that are done, it's like, why wouldn't you start taking it, especially if you are someone that does want to increase your strength, your performance, and yeah, just have better, more energy to your muscles, which is what we want, and more brain power, double whammy, two big things. So if you have any questions, definitely reach out. I'd love to talk more about this or just your personal experience as well. Definitely you can find me on Instagram at Sarah with an HTM wellness. And I would love to chat with you about it further. But thank you so much for tuning in. I really, really appreciate it. If you do know someone that could value from this episode and just learn more about creatine, monohydrate, send it over to them, coworker, family member, or your gym buddy, your gym partner, your workout buddy, send over their way so you can both start getting those gains in the gym. Um, And also, I just want to say, again, thank you so much for just supporting my podcast. I definitely want to reach a wider audience this year. So if you haven't already, I would love a rating or just a follow on the podcast. I truly appreciate it so much and it means the world to me. And I hope you have an amazing week. I'll see you all on the next episode. Sending you all the love and happiness.